This is the Rich Eisen Show. And I know I said I wouldn't talk about this team again. This is how bad it is. The Jets don't even want to run the risk of putting them out there against the Dolphins. And so it's Joe Flacco again. And it is just one way to basically hammer home the point that it's another lost season for the New York Jets. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Three-time Super Bowl champion Matt Light. Three-time NBA champion Dwayne Wade. Plus, co-host of Good Morning Football, Kyle Brandt. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Dwayne Wade later this hour. Hour three, Kyle Brandt of Good Morning Football getting you ready for week 11 in the NFL that kicks off tonight in Atlanta. New England at Atlanta. And as we all know, this is a a rematch of uh, a Super Bowl. Um, It's a rematch of a Super Bowl in which Atlanta was winning 28-3. Um, it was a rematch of a Super Bowl in which Atlanta, winning that uh, much, um, lost it. And so if Atlanta wins tonight, judging by Mike Del Tufo's manner of acting of <laughs> Seton Hall beating Michigan in a in a run-of-the-mill go-to-Ann-Arbor-November first couple games of a, of a regular college basketball season years later, this is redemption tonight. Redemption. This is redemption. <laughs> right? So that all makes sense. 844 <laughs> rich is the number to dial here on the show. We'll take your phone calls. Uh, I said earlier this week, watching Mac Jones run this offense for the New England Patriots with the efficiency that he runs it, with the confidence that he runs it with, the mistake-free football that he is playing with for the most part, that the way he's rolling with this team and the way that the defense is balling out and with the way that the running game is working and the way that Belichick is moving the chess pieces around, this reminds me of Tom Brady's first season as quarterback uh, for the Patriots. Now, we all know that wound up with a Super Bowl. That would be, uh, you know, quite the shocker of 2021, certainly with Brady going for the opportunity to become the first quarterback to win back-to-back Super Bowls since Tom Brady Mm -hmm. and a man who was there for all three of those Super Bowls. He's a red jacket kind of guy. Patriot Hall of Famer and one of our favorites from back in the day at the NFL Network when he was playing in the NFL, protecting the blind side of Tom Brady. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show is our friend Matt Light. How are you, Matt? My man. (laughs) Mr. Rich, it has been a long time. It has been. It's been way too long. So two things. I wanted to have you on to talk about this and your your foundation. And two, to personally thank you for uh, beating Michigan State uh, a couple of weeks ago. So (laughs) that was very helpful to to my alma mater. So good stuff out of uh, of you, Boilermaker. Good stuff out of you. Yeah, buddy. And I got a daughter that's there as a sophomore. And uh, while last year was tough for anybody that has kids or, you know, school-aged, you know, uh, siblings or whatever, this year has made up for it. And and in large part, just the excitement of that team. I mean, those guys are playing – Really well. Didn't didn't go so well for them in uh, good old Columbus last week. That'll happen. But, uh, That'll happen. Yeah, they've got they've got two really good players. But listen, when I heard you talk earlier about this Atlanta Super Bowl, yes, sir, it brought me back to I left uh, the Super Bowl that year with my lovely wife Susie, and we 
were flying back during the entire mm-hmm. game, right? So mm-hmm. I'm on a plane with my headphones watching a little seat back screen yep. and miserable. I mean, it was, and by the way, we're going into Boston and half the plane were clearly Falcons fans or they just despise New England for some unknown reason. And <laughs> to, for that turn of events to happen in such a small space where seemingly everything was going right for everyone on the plane, but my wife and I, and then to have them win, that was a, that was a kind of a unique way to watch that one. Yeah, man. I mean, on Twitter too, uh, it was, let's go to Jimmy G. Brady's done. Like Brady's career is over at halftime of that game. You know, that's what yeah. was being said. And then they moved on to the second half, which was Cincinnati, you know, uh, on steroids, you know, and uh, and the rest is history. So uh, I, I'll place to you in front of you, Matt Light, um, who was there and watched it all go down. Uh, earlier this week, um, I said that Mac Jones is operating this offense just like Brady did when he had his first crack at it in that first year in 2001. And then Kurt Warner even went on, uh, and 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 raised it and said that Mac Jones is being asked to do more and is actually doing more than what Brady did. You were there. What do you think when you see Mac Jones run this offense right now? Well, looks really good, and that's coming from the standpoint. If you if you go back and look at you know weeks one through five, you saw him making good decisions. You saw him making some good throws. But what we really came away with watching Mac in 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 those early few weeks was the fact that this kid was getting destroyed. I mean, he would release the ball and get leveled. And it, they, these weren't little hits. These were legal, hardcore hits that would have shaken up any quarterback in the National Football League. And the thing that really got my attention was the fact that not only did he continue to stand in there and make great throws, but he didn't get discouraged. And he didn't try to do more than he should. And a lot of those things are reminiscent of how Tommy played, right? I mean, go out there, don't make mistakes, manage the offense. We got a good running game. We're going to, you know, ground and pound when we can. And and that running game, as it always does, opens up the passing game. And there are a lot of similarities between those two, but I wouldn't say that, you know, Mac Jones is being asked to do more than Tom did because in that, in that first year, there were so many things that people didn't realize going on with injuries and this, that, and the other. Tommy managed it about as good as you could do for a guy stepping in. So give me give me some of those things we might not be aware of from uh, Brady's first season <laughs> that you're talking about. Well, I mean, look, it, it, the, the number of times, I can tell you this much, the number of times that number 12 in New England, and I'm sure you know there's times where it's happened down there in Tampa, went out in that field where he was – 75%, 80% dealing with, you know, a toe or dealing with an ankle or dealing with a hand, dealing with a shoulder, dealing with broken ribs. I mean, he's one of the toughest players, and you don't hear that very much from offensive linemen talking about quarterbacks. So I know that. So are, the fact that you're being coy right now, are you telling me that as a retired man, a grown-ass man, that 20 years later you're still afraid of talking about injuries about the Patriots from 20 years ago? <laughs> Am I picking that up no, with you, Matt Line? Am I picking that up like – because that's the rule. Like you, you're still even in retirement, not allowed to talk about 20 year old injuries from a season. Oh, just just hold on a second. The Belichick drone's about ready to fly over. <laughs> I'll have about a three second window here. Well done, Matt. Well done. So no, but but looking at Jones, do you see moments where it looks like that that looks exactly what Tom did in that first year? Do you have moments yeah, like that? Well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and listen, and talking to the guys that are playing there now, you know, the David Andrews and, you know, guys that have been there and, mm-hmm. and, and they're leaders in their own right, 
the, one of the things they said back during training camp, before anybody saw what this kid was going to do when the bullets were flying for real, they kept saying, hey, man, I've got faith in this kid. This, this, this kid came in. He's ready to work. He's ready to get it done. So that told me everything I needed to know going into. I didn't have question marks whether or not they, they brought in the right guy. It was just, okay, what's going to happen when it really you know, comes down to it and there's one of those situations. But, look, this kid uh, continues to impress. He continues to get better. And I would say that as a whole – my biggest worry for this team this year was not Mac Jones. It was, hey, you brought in a lot of different chess pieces. How in the world are you going to get them all to play together in, in season one? And it's taken a little bit of time to develop those things. But as you noted earlier, the defense is playing really good football, really good fundamental football. And the secondary up front, the whole nine, the offense is getting it done. Again, the running game, in my opinion, is key. And that's opening up everything else, but they got a quarterback that can make the throws. Yeah, Matt Light here on the Rich Eisen Show, three-time Super Bowl champion. Look, man, uh, the, the, it's always dicey to even twitch in the direction that I I twitched in earlier this week, and I'm doing with you right now, because it it the the ultimate headline is, you know, Mac Jones is another Tom Brady, you know, and clearly there's only one of those. We'll never see another like Tom ever. And that said, though having somebody run the offense in the manner that looks efficient and smart and that could blossom into somebody who can make any comeback happen at any fourth quarter during a season like do you think we're going to start seeing that sort of stuff out of Mac Jones like is that the next level that we're going to start seeing because we're already seeing the Brady-esque type performance in the first year at quarterback Matt? Well, uh, look, I mean, look at the similarities, right? They got the, the Tommy comes in the league, has Bill Belichick. Matt comes in the league, he's got Bill Belichick. That's a big part of the equation, right? I'm not saying that Bill did everything. I'm not saying that Tommy was responsible for everything. I'm just saying when you put a combination of, you know, arguably the best coach in NFL history with a kid that wants to get better every day, is competitive as hell, and works his tail off to make sure that he does it better tomorrow than he did today, you should expect to see a guy that's going to make plays like Tom did. Now, there's a lot of other factors that go into that, too. And, and we all know that the length of the season when you get from college to the NFL takes a toll on you, injuries take a toll on you. But I wouldn't say it's, it's a stretch to assume that we'll see a progression much like we did with 12 because this kid has that it factor. Look at all the other teams that don't have it. It's real easy to see when you don't have it. Um, we have it here in New England. Yeah, and, and and I had Matthew Judon a couple weeks ago, and I asked him about Mac Jones, and one of the things that he said he liked about him and that he noticed is the spirit that he takes coaching with. And that sounds like he's being ridden pretty damn hard. Uh, did Brady get ridden? Oh, listen, that, hey, that hey, hard? hey, hey. Back in Rich, the day? I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, man, it, no one was off limits. That's one of the things that, look, it's not easy playing in New England. It's not easy, you know, under a Belichick coach system. Mm-hmm. That, that's a fact. A lot of guys came from other places, couldn't believe that, you know, we had full pads on. Now, this is back in the day when we actually wore full pads, but, you know, couldn't believe that Bill wrote us as hard as he did, but no one's ever off limits. Tom Brady got dog cussed and, and was on the low light reel as much as any other player. His first year or throughout? Oh, man, all the way to the end, my friend. No kidding. So here he is. He's a three-time champ and whatever, and he's getting he's getting circled and dog-cussed is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Listen, and, and, and there's a part of you 
as a competitor, as a, you know, we all know that there's hierarchy in this world, right? I mean, not everybody gets into the fancy country club. <laughs> they definitely don't look at me and say, eh, let's open the doors for that one. But when you're, everybody's expected to do the same thing. Bill demands everything from everyone. So it's kind of nice to know that nobody's in a pedestal. We were all in the same hole, the same pit of despair. Right. Um, from one of my favorite movies, but nice. we were all in it together, right? And I think that there's a little bit of comfort in that, um, knowing that, you know, hey, look, doesn't matter how many dollars, you know, you're pulling in or, you know, what your name is on the back of your jersey, we're all treated the same. Matt Light here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before I let you go, let's hit on your foundation. We do that every single time. I love that your Matt Light Foundation is still lit. Um, and once again, you're giving away a one-of-a-kind experience to a Patriot game, and it's not just any Patriot game. It's the one coming up against the Titans next week with Mike Vrabel coming into the house again. Um, that's going to be amazing. How can people get involved and get uh, – what do they get for this package, Matt? Well, listen, we've got a suite given to us. A good friend of ours uh, from a little town of Mendon, Imperial Motors, gave us his entire suite, said raise as much for the Light Foundation as you possibly can. So – if you go to mattlight72.com and you want to go to the Titans game, you got all the information there. You'll be at the Titans game in style, in a suite, all the booze, all the food, everything <laughs> done for you. The coveted parking pass. Yes. And then I've brought in uh, two very dear friends and uh, former teammates, Mr. Matt Castle and Rob Ninkovich. We're going to do a little chalk talk before the game and then enjoy the game together. And all the proceeds, 100% go to the Light Foundation. You could just go to mattlight72.com. And Mr. Vrabel is going to have a video message for us, and I guarantee you it will be vrabel S. Now, you you work with Vrabel. You've heard Vrabel. I yes. tell people all the time, don't ever get into a war of words with Mike Vrabel. He'll make you look silly in a flash. He has got the gift of, of gab when it comes to just tearing people apart. I used to love it when we played together because he always had something fun to say, and he always gave it to Bill, too. And I'll tell you, Rich, if you go think back to that game that they played, I think it was the first time as Vrabel as the head coach mm -hmm. and Bill coming into Tennessee, mm -hmm. and Bill tried to run a trick play, and the next series, and, and, and it failed miserably, the next series, Vrabel had his offense run it, and it ran smoothly. And I said, that's my boy. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Mike Vrabel I know. Well, I mean, Belichick a couple of years ago um, had uh, some, you know, he, he he found some um, loophole in the rule book against the Jets where, you know, he you, you could run the clock down by purposely, what, false starting or jumping off sides or something. And they cut to Belichick, and he's got this smile on his face, and Vrabel used it against Belichick in the playoff game, that Brady's yeah. final yeah. game as a Patriot. Like, so he's... He's got he's got that in him, man, and he's got Coach of the Year written all over him right now, all over him. Listen, right now. He, he he's an amazing mind. I mean, everybody talked about it when he was in New England, how much of a a, a coach he was on the field, you know, as a player. And uh, Vrabel, he exudes everything that is fo football, man. His tenacity, kind of the way he played the game with an edge all day, every day, you know, doing every little thing he could do to get better. I mean. Bill loved him, but what Bill didn't like is is that you can't you can't put Mike Vrabel in a box. So you know, I used to love watching those two go back and forth. It may be in a meeting, you know, Vrabel had some quick little you know line to deliver to Bill when he was giving us hell about something, and and you know, I don't think 
that after our era, there were too many guys walking into New England busting Bill's chops, right? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen much anymore. I mean, I think he hit that plateau, but uh, <laughs> we sure do look fondly back on those moments. And it's fun to see that on the field, they're still carrying on some of those shenanigans. Matt dot 72com slash chalk talk to get your opportunity to have that uh, once in a lifetime if you're in the Boston area. Pretty neat stuff. Matt, great chatting with you. Let's do it again soon. Yes, sir. Take care, brother. You got it. That's Matt Light right here on the Rich Eisen Show, former New England Patriot right here back in the day. Tommy getting dog cussed. I think that's uh, 50 pages of uh, of Wickersham's book, right? <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Come back. Dwayne Wade, folks. Dwayne Wade, three-time champ, Hall of Famer. Dwayne Wade coming up. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Get back here on NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM Channel 85, the Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Network, Coast to Coast, streaming on Odyssey. And uh, for anybody who's going to be uh, listening to this later on on our podcast and Cumulus Podcast Network, we say hello to you. Uh, and we say hello to this man who's going to the Basketball Hall of Fame uh, in short order. Uh, he'll be a first ballot guy, as we all know. Uh, 13-time All-Star, three-time NBA champion, so on and so forth. But now... There's a uh, book out, a memoir that's in the form as well of some beautiful photographs from his entire life and his entire career uh, called Dwayne, right here on the Rich Eisen Show, Mercedes-Benz van. Phone line is Dwayne Wade. How are you, Dwayne? Rich, I am doing great. Thank you for having me on. Um, I appreciate it, man. I'm Ab- doing good. Absolutely. It's been a while since uh, since we have connected. This book is beautiful. It's beautiful, man. Congratulations on that. This is This is... 
this is one that they, you know, it's funny. You, you hear the phrase, they can never take it away from you. I don't know who's the one who's ever going to take anything away from you, but uh, <laughs> they, they literally cannot take this away from you. It's beautiful. It's great. So congrats on Thank that. Thank you, man. Thank you, Richard. I appreciate it, man. We uh, we worked very hard on this book. Um, you know, it's been three years in the, in the making. Um, but um, I'm, I'm so happy with it. I'm so happy for, you know, what I hope it represents, um, you know, as beautiful as it is going to look on someone's coffee table next to all their fashion magazines yes. is actually um, <laughs> hopefully can be used um, as a tool and as uh, for many, you know, and not as a tool of how to live life. But sometimes you just don't you don't know. You don't have the answers. Sometimes you need inspiration from somewhere. And hopefully this can be used as an inspiration for some little kids, you know, some some young, some grown man, some some woman out there. Um, anyway, so thank you for that. So if I showed this book to the kid from Chicago, you know, played it uh, Harold Richards High, right, in Oak Lawn, and said, "This here's this yep. book, this is your life, which one would have blown you away the most looking through it? Which one would have blown you away the most that that Man. photograph exists? <laughs> Besides everything? That's right. I mean, I, 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 Rich, I, listen, I, I think the thing is, is like, we, you know, I think now people know me as Dwayne Wade, the accomplished athlete um, and everything that I've done. But the young kid that looks at that will look at these photos, mm-hmm. um, he couldn't have imagined this because he didn't see it, you know. And so it would have seemed like a, a fairy tale in a sense, because I, I just never I never I never imagined none of this. You know, I, I, I wanted to play the game of basketball, of course, but I, I didn't know what all came with that. I didn't know that I would have an opportunity to become more than a basketball player. I didn't know. So I think that kid would just be looking at it like it's just, it's a, it's a book of art that's fairy tale to him. You're no doubt about it. I mean, I'm, I'm looking through it. I see the photographs of you, obviously, with LeBron and Kobe. Poor Anderson Varejao. There's a two-page spread on you dunking on him, um, you know. <laughs> uh, wherever he is right now, I feel for him as he's thumbing through this thing. Um, you know, and then obviously your your championship years, your your beautiful family. So uh, when when you look back on all of this, which which moment do you think is the one that you want people to know about for you, Dwayne? Now this current guy, you watching this book? Yeah, I mean, that, you know, that, that's obviously that's that's always hard. I mean, we, you know, my my photographer Bob Metellus, um and I had to you know really take from almost over a million pictures that we have and we had to we had to take it down to 200 photos and so damn to me <laughs> obviously every one of these photos speaks right and so I, you know rich it, to me this goes back to when i was a kid i remember getting michael jordan's uh rare air book and and i remember just like being able to see things about my favorite player that i've never been able to see before right like i honestly i, I wasn't in the locker room so i'd never seen michael jordan toes and I actually seen him on the cover on the book, and I was like, Michael Jordan has coins. It made me feel better about myself. You know what I mean? And so, like, for me, to be able to put this book together after, you know, my NBA career and, and, and after, you know, 39 years of life, um, to hopefully become that image for, you know, the little Dwayne's, you know, of the world, just like MJ became an image for me. You know, seeing him play with his kids and, and all the things that was like, dang, Jordan is human. <laughs> that to me is hope what I what I hope, you know, this book, you know, kind of shows. I hope it shows the human side of someone that everyone has gotten the chance to know through sport. 
And, of course, you won championships with a guy who's most associated uh, with Jordan's career in argument form, like who's this, who's the, you know, LeBron versus Jordan and things like that. Uh, he's human, too. Uh, give me a story about LeBron that folks don't know, you know, because we only see. <laughs> I, I, I some... don't think he will want me to give a story <laughs> about that, him that people don't know. Is that right? Uh, that's, called, that's called bro code, right? But I think the thing is, <laughs> you know, with having the opportunity – you know, just like the players that had an opportunity to play with Kareem and uh, Wilt and, and Magic and Bird, and, you know, all these great players, obviously MJ and so forth and so on, to be able to have the opportunity to be able to witness um, this guy's greatness, you know. And, and, I, and I always say, like, the world gets to witness it at, you know, most nights around, you know, when he played with me, around 730. Uh, but – I got a chance to witness it in practice every day. I got a chance to witness it in uh, in, in the weight room. I got a chance to witness it when it came to how we take care take care of his body, his family, his people, just everything, man. What this guy stands for. I mean, it's it's no secret of the you know it's it's no mistake of the success that he's been able to have um, because of you know one the people around him, um, but you know the way that he he cares about it all, and you know he handles it gracefully and he handles it very well. What about what people say about him? Does he really does he care about that sort of thing? You know, because the word sensitive is frequently associated with LeBron, and there's everyone's got an opinion about him, whether it's in any arena, sports, politics, pop culture. What about that, Dwayne? Anything you can speak to about that? Well, yeah, Rich, you show me somebody who don't care what people say about him, and I'm gonna show you someone who's lying. We all care. We, you know, we all care about what people say about us. It just may be in different fields. You know, I, I think people expect because he's so great that he should not care, but we do care. You know, and that's just who we are as human beings. The man has a post. He's not, he's not a robot. He may look like it, <laughs> but mm. he's actually human. And you do care. Not now. It, that doesn't mean that he's going to allow it to affect him. He's going to stop playing a game of basketball because you don't like something about the way he plays the game. But you know, it's okay that we're in a generation right now that, that athletes are able to express their, you know, their dislike for comments that people are saying to them. You know, like athletes are not coming to anyone's job saying, hey, you suck at your job. You suck as a journalist. You suck as a newspaper guy. Not, we're not, you know, mm. we, you're not doing that. And so we get, as athletes, you get people telling you every day what they don't like about, you know, what you do. And you put your all into what you do. And you're better than you're a hundred thousand times better than anybody who comment on your basketball talent. So if he wants to be sensitive, it's his art. It's his, it's his journey. Let him be sensitive about it. <laughs> Dwayne Wade here on the rich Eisen show. Again, his new book his memoir with 200 photographs that uh, I'm sure was uh, one of the most painstaking processes to choose Dwayne Wade here on the rich Eisen show. You've met uh, just flipping through this book. It confirms what everyone assumes. Uh, you've had a, a, an incredible life so far, and you've gotten to meet so many cool people. But in terms of the coolest, I can't imagine anybody's above Pat Riley. Uh, you got a good, <laughs> you got a good Pat Riley story for me, Dwayne Wade, that, where you're like, this is this is in fact one of the coolest individuals in the history of cool and individuals. You got a good one for me on that front, man, Dwayne Wade. I, I, you know what, Rich. You may be the first person to ask me that question about a cool Pat Riley story. Okay. I, I, I think President Obama might be cooler than Pat, but I will okay. go with Pat. All right. That, by the way, <laughs> by the way, that's a that's a that's that's a great uh, uh, you know upgrade. I understand that, but you know Pat. I mean, we had, we had Chris Bosh on the show, and he said that he put his his 
his championship rings uh, in front of him and said, you know, this is what you get when you get here, and he gave him one. Um, by the way, I have to say, Dwayne, Chris told me that story on this show um, that he took mm-hmm. out like some sort of like crown royal looking bag and had all these championship rings yeah. in it and gave him one of the rings. And then he still he told me he still had it. I said, you know what would be a good time to give it back to him is during your Hall of Fame speech. He says, not a bad idea. Then did it. So I'm going to take credit for that. <laughs> um, you know, I try to make. So uh, that's also my way of tap dancing long enough for you to be, think of a good Pat Riley story for me. Well, you what know you what? I, appre- I appreciate that. Sure. That's great. That's great. Uh, you're great at what you do. Thank you, Dwayne. Appreciate <laughs> um, you saying that. You are, because I was sitting here the whole time listening, but also thinking. Of, <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't know if I could top. I don't know if I could top Chris Bot. I mean, that was. That was amazing. I mean, watching Chris give him back there, though, it was so dramatic and mm-hmm. so for movies, and I loved every minute of it because I'm dramatic. Um, but, you know, I think the thing is for me, you know, like I, I, I getting drafted by Miami and getting drafted by Pat, um, to me, you know, I just – I had so much pride in him, man. You know, it's like I know who he coached. I know who he is. And he trusted me to be the, the one to kind of take this franchise to a different, you know, place. And so I just think Pat is, you know, I think he is what we all think. You know, he's just a cool, like, away from the game of basketball. I got a chance to vacation with Pat. You guys have seen some video. Like, Pat has taught me how to do a couple dance moves. Like, I've seen (laughs) Pat with the mask off, you know, and I've seen a sensitive side and a different side of Pat that uh, most people don't get to see. And so it's kind of fun. He actually is kind of fun. Oh, I mean, my gosh, the man's been there and done all that. And uh, just, you know, seeing him sitting there in his silver hair, you know, and soon to be former Staples Center, now Crypto.com Arena, uh, this past week watching the Heat go against both L.A. teams. It was pretty cool to just see him there. I would be remiss if I did not ask you one current basketball question, Dwayne Wade, before I let you go. And I know you're you're in management now. So I can you put in perspective what uh, Steph Curry's doing now uh, entering his mid-30s? And performing at this level, that looks like you know, he's uh, he's still in the NCAA tournament. You know, <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> what what he's doing right now, Dwayne. What about from your perspective about Steph? Yeah, I got uh, I guess four words: um, Mount Rushmore, make room. <laughs> you know, I, I feel that Steph Curry should not be out of the conversation to join at Mount Rushmore. You know, he's what he's proven to do, not only what he's done, but what he did last year and what he's come back to do this year. I don't see no slowing down in Steph Curry. And so if we don't see no slowing down in Steph Curry, we're going to have to have a different conversation um, about what that Mount Rushmore could possibly look like one day. I mean, he's he's changed the game in a way um, that, you know, has taken us into this to the place where it makes sense when you hear that the stable centers is going to, well, not make sense to the LA fans, but makes sense when you hear crypto, you know, uh, .com is going to be the name. Like we're in a different world right now. We're in a different, you know, air. And Steph Curry is in a different air. He's taking us here. He's taking a game of basketball here. And even though everybody out there is trying to be like Steph Curry, no one is coming close to being like Steph Curry still. And so, man, I just, I'm, I'm just loving that I'm a fan at this time. And I'm able to sit back and watch this man's greatness um, because it's just it's, it's it's beautiful. It's like watching MJ as a kid, you know. And I'm not saying he's MJ, but just how beautifully Michael Jordan played the game of basketball. Steph Curry do it; he just don't do it in the air. He do it on the ground. I guess as long as he doesn't do it against the Jazz, pretty much, right? 
Yeah, well, yeah. You, you, we don't want them to hit ten threes. We kind of limit them to about five. Sure, uh, we you can understand limit them to five. <laughs> I'm, just, you know, I'm just trying to figure that one out right there. Hey, Dwayne, thanks for the time. I know you're you're uh, you got to run. I'd love to do this more often when you're not just selling a, a book. Um, I always appreciate our chats, and everybody should go get uh, Dwayne, which is this beautiful coffee table book, as you pointed out, with uh, with your life inside it, stories and and pictures. Congrats on this, and let's do this again soon. Appreciate it. Thank you, Richmond. Always appreciate it. Right back Thank at you. So you. That's it. That's Dwayne Wade. Thank you. That's Dwayne Wade. Twitter and Instagram at Dwayne Wade right here on the Rich Eisen Show. That's a goat right there, huh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mount Rushmore, make move, make make room. Who do you take off? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think we have to maybe look at the fact now that Mount Rushmore is like eight. Yeah, yeah. Wrestler has been four. I think they need to put another head up there because it's just too hard to make. For NBA, four. you mean? Just for anything in general. That's why yeah. I do a top five instead of a four. Yeah. There's no logo that Curry won't shoot from. Is what I said. No. And like yeah, I that, said, there's no there's time no, he the, shoots, and I think it's not going to go in. He's amazing. I know. <laughs> Suns, by the way, have gone on a ten. Game Suns, winning streak, their last eight since the article came out about the owner of the Suns, Robert Sarver, um, alleging and quoting many people as saying some of the most, uh, yeah, that he's horrific. one of the most horrific human beings to walk the planet. And it's crazy because we're caught up in what, you know, the awesomeness of Steph and what the Warriors are doing right now, and they're 12 and 2. But, but they're only a game in front of the exactly, Suns. Exactly. The Suns are 11 and 3. So let's, you know. Let's, they were 1 and 3. Let's pay some respect. Then now 11 Phoenix and 3. Doing. Yeah. And right. D book and. And 8 and 0 oh, ever yeah. since their, you know, that article came out yeah. that could absolutely tear apart a locker room. Yeah, absolutely. Yet another Monty Williams um, waving of a magic, especially since, you know, the uh, contract. For DeAndre Ayton didn't work out the way that Ayton wanted to prior to the season. Yeah. But they're balling. I mean, he doesn't have a contract, right? So This is the last year. For yeah, so right. I've been, he wants. So, yeah, I've been kind of just looking at him all year just to see if that was going to affect him. Um, oh. Doesn't seem like Well, I mean, ends. you can't have another guy clogging the lane for when Ben Simmons comes back. So you can't be thinking about him, right? Why would I think about him? I don't know. I have just we have it. I have a pretty I have a fairly decent center. No, I'm just no, saying, no. but I'm a basketball fan, so I just think about no, it. Okay, is that, is that the way? Is that, I'm just wondering if you look at everybody like it's a stalking horse for the Philadelphia 76. Well, is obviously, that plays out West, right? I'm, I'm, all, I'm always scouting, baby. Okay. You're always scouting. <laughs> they, would they look in Philly or the Clippers? Right, very good. <laughs> Take a break. Come back. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stir things up. Oh yeah, yeah, that's like, a way to go. Like in here, or just uh, like it's gonna it's go, gonna get hot. In here. I'm gonna get another oh. cup of tea real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, very mm-hmm. good. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. I feel like that was for me. I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, I mentioned uh, uh, for our terrestrial radio audience just rejoined us. We played a video from our our wonderful uh, excursion to the Big Slick charity tournament run by um, our friends in Kansas City um, and uh, and Paul Rudd and Eric Stone Street, who I would love to send my condolences to through this microphone, uh, his Instagram account. he posted it. His father has passed away. Oh no! Oh, wow. Oh. Um, and that is one of the most dynamite family men I, you'll ever meet in oh. Eric Stone Street. Um, Sudeikis and Rob Riggle and uh, our friend David Keckner. They run this beautiful charity for the Children's Hospital, Mercy Hospital, there in Kansas City. And we just showed a video of, of Paul Rudd hanging out with Brett Saberhagen. And I mentioned that Saberhagen pitched back in the days when Cy Young Award winners uh, went to the playoffs. Um, Robbie Ray won the Cy Young Award for the American League. I mean, it doesn't mean that these they don't deserve it, but the number of awards that baseball is giving out six weeks after the season's over, right? Or is it? it feels six, like six weeks. No, it, it is six weeks. The, reg, the no, regular, no, the regular re- season. Regular season Got ended right. on October second. The World Series was November third. So and the NFL is. I mean, why doesn't baseball have an award show? Everybody they, else because they have morons in charge. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry. Is this thing on? Yes, it is on, Chris. I will say, Rich, that everyone else has got an award show. Four out of the six Cy Young Award winners did make the playoffs. Nominees, the final three, I guess, did make the playoffs. Cole was one and Uh, done, right? And Scherzer made it with the Dodgers, right? All six MVP finalists did did, not. not. Have they announced the MVP yet? Uh, It's today. (laughs) Hey, that's good. Shohei Otani, massive favorite, minus 5,000. Ooh. Okay, of, so then at what point do we see you go on your tweeting jag about how Otani? Oh, I did it yesterday. I was going back and forth with Jason Stark. Oh, you were? <laughs> I, I was. You with Jason Stark? A little bit, yeah. Because Why, uh, he's, by the way, how do you go back and forth no, with no, sort it, of this? It by was, the way, who's, it was is, respectful. Okay, good. I wasn't slagging on him or okay, anything. Okay, good. He was just trying to. He was making the case between Juan Soto and and Bryce Harper in the National League. Yes, and uh, he was saying it's. He thinks it's one. It's going to be Juan Soto, and I was like, "Cool, MVP on a 65 win team." It's time to change the name of the so, award. So, what did Stark say in the back and forth? Uh, he disagreed that win. Yeah, I know that. Like he, it's about a season performance. And call it most outstanding player. It's got to be. It's not because it's, it's valuable. Not val- it's not valuable. <laughs> How valuable was it? Well, I guess they could have had 40 wins without him. But they would have been in last place no matter what. That's kind of my point. So then what would you prefer? You prefer that the nominees that come out, you have to make the playoffs in order for your team to make it, or you've got to, like, no, what's the metric? It, change the name of the award. 
if we're honoring guys like Juan Soto, who obviously is incredible, Bryce Harper, what he did to get the Phillies back in contention, ultimately did make the playoffs. So, a guy like Fernando Tatis, who missed a lot of time because he was injured, but still put up insane numbers. And let's just look at Shohei Itani in the National League. Didn't make the playoff. Eight games under 500 were the Angels. Call it most outstanding player because they are outstanding. Right. Take out the word the valuable. valuable. Take out the word valuable. So then most valuable player only goes to somebody who's made the playoffs or would you consider somebody that's a near miss because they they made it come close? Like you got to be within a certain... Cool. Like, that, that, certain that's why, but, so that's what's why a near miss? Three games, four games, League, two games? In the National League, I would vote for Bryce Harper because the Phillies don't get back into the right. NL East hunt, the playoff hunt without him. Right. That's value. 65 wins for the Nationals? Like, come on. But what Otani did... Is outstanding. Right. And he added value to the Angels organization. He adds value to that. Well, financially, he you know, makes them worth a lot of money. So they right. can pay Thor $25 million for a year. What do you think about that one? $21 million. 21. Yeah. Oh, Verlander, 25 yeah. to stay with the Yeah, well, I, I know. Verlander, no. 50 over two, man, to stay with the Astros. Option. His brother broke the news. <laughs> right. I mean, look, I'm a Syndergaard fan, but, like, if I'm going to be realistic about it, the guy hasn't pitched for us in two seasons. Right. Yeah. Um. I don't know that there's been, honestly, a quality win since 2015. So, I mean, it sucks to see him go, but, you know, it, it is what it is. A lot of Mets fans are taking it real personal, though. I'm telling yeah, you that, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what's the why, I mean, what's the big deal? Well, one guy on why Twitter yesterday was like, like, what does that mean? You know, you left, you, you basically said that he me. disregarded fandom. Like, that should have been taken <laughs> into a, his bank account. Like, the fandom of fans, The Mets he once traded that. a player during a game and then said, yeah. we didn't take our finger off the chess, chess piece. Yeah, I mean, I it's a business. The point is... All throughout his rehab over the last Remember two Roman seasons. Remember Flores? He's, Remember that? He learns yeah, during the and game he and he's cried, crying. Yeah, and, and like, then, oh, by the way, we're, you know. And then he balled out after they, yeah. the trade fell through. But I think Syndergaard had been saying for the last two years how he's going to resign. Yeah. He kept giving Mets fans hope. So and then he signs a one-year deal for only – and I say I hate saying only because if you gave me $3 million, that is obviously life-changing money. But people were saying, well, it was only $3 million more than what the Mets offered. But – I, I hope I, I hope he has a good career out here, and they could use yeah, him. They could use the old he, Thor back. He's still you know, young. Oh. He, he'll be 29 this season. TJ, you're right. Hasn't really been good since uh, 2018. Obviously, his amazing year with the Mets in 2016. He was considered the one, the one, not Degrom. For like about for, for a hot minute, a hot minute. There was a while then, where it's just yeah, like when this they both is the had, guy, and then when they both were rocking the long and, hair and right. Yeah. You know, um, now, yeah, now DeGrom is just so like I think a modern-day Seaver. What's going to happen is, what is this, 2021? By 2023, yeah. he's probably going to win a Cy Young somewhere <laughs> and a World Series, and we're going to be like... Uh, it didn't work out for Matt Harvey, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah. True. So let me stir it up. Let oh, me stir yeah. it up here. Got the tea ready, Rich. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say something very unpopular, and I know it's going to be unpopular, and I'm, but I'm going to say it anyway because I saw it on my Twitter feed. I think our, our friend Rex Chapman tweeted out. It was 38 years ago today. 38? 38, 1983. Years ago today that A Christmas Story came out. Christmas Story? A Christmas Story coming out in middle mid-November. Classic. Uh, I don't care for it. I'm with you, Rich. I don't care for it. Don't care for it. It's overrated too. I don't. I just think it's like what? Like I don't find it funny. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't find it funny. I am one hundred percent dead on. Darren McGavin, who is a great actor, I think he overacts in it. <laughs> He's a kid. 
The only thing no, that's, no, 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 that's the Bill's kid. dad. Oh, the dad. Oh. The dad is just like I, I know that it's they're, they're playing a shtick and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's the and I, and I'm not I'm saying the you. movie. You. you know, obviously his tongue sticking to the. That's the, the funniest yeah. part of the movie. And Done. like the leg lamp. No, the leg. It's just no. fragile. I, I I don't know. The tongue on the Must pole. Must be Italian. That's it. Done. I don't. I don't know. I just didn't. the tongue on the pole. One of the most like That's iconic. It. Kids Again, I don't know if it's be again. It's a Jewish kid. It just didn't relate Rich, to I'm, the Christmas story. That must be it. You know, because I'm, let me tell you, that movie is fantastic. It's not that. It's I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm with not. You. I'm not. I don't. I'm, I I'm mean, when you. it's on, I don't watch it. I just I click through it. TBS does the 24 hours and of I the Christmas story. And I understand. And I understand. And I understand that's for so many people. It's a remote job. Got to watch it. And I'd rather watch the real Christmas movie, Die Hard. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. I'm, it, I'm kidding. I'm Let's not go down that road. Let's no, keep it to a Christmas story. No, so, I'm not a fan either. Just like, I think that's ludicrous. Wow. So one of the most you popular. Guys, you guys must all, all have time. movies similar that everyone loves. We all do. And you don't. You guys must have one. I have mine. What's yours? Shawshank. Oh, oh my God. Now that's fight words oh, yeah. to the guy to I, your right. I know it is. I, got, I, I, knew it, I knew the ending as soon as I saw it. He's going to dig his way out. I knew it. Wait. I swear to God. So did before you, read the, you saw the, the movie, you, did, you read the, did he read the, the book? There's no amazing. chance he read the book. Short the, story. Act, the acting is amazing. Amazing. And so is the movie making, but, and so is... No, I knew. It was like so the if Shake wow. is on, which is basically every I've day. I've watched you it just, once. I'm done. I'm done now. Wow. I'm done. One and done. And I know you guys will hate me for that. I'm, I'm not kidding. No, I, but and it's I mean a beautiful movie, I though, knew the, As soon as I saw the whole, they undid it. I'm, I'm sorry, spoiler Again, I have, I have not. But I don't I'm know sorry. the last time I've seen A Christmas Story. It's just been years. Maybe, maybe now that I'm an older man, I've got TJ. kids and whatever, maybe it'll be better. Man. Maybe I show it to my kids. They might find it funny, and then I could fi- I have a new found enjoyment of it. But I don't care for it. That is my favorite Morgan Freeman. I, that, I thought that was my best. Shawshank? So then why don't you... Then what do you mean? No, I said the acting's great. I just didn't like the whole... What's yours, TJ? You must have one. Wow. I thought I did, then I realized... I don't hate this movie. Uh, you got one off the top. Yeah, Robin, it's, it's, I'm for me, it, you don't have one. It's uh, not about my, another one of mine is well. the Last Boy Scout, <laughs> which you've never seen. <laughs> That's funny. You know, for me, it's it's not about it's not about hate. I'm just like it's oh, got, I don't hate a Christmas no, story. No, I, I know that's what I'm saying. It. I'm saying it's not about no, like, it's not about hate, and it's just like eh, for me, it's like Titanic. See, I like, get that. Like, I have a lot. You've got a cold heart. No, it's been 82 years since you've seen your heart. When it doesn't involve when it doesn't involve your immediate family or your on. favorite sports teams, you know. See, I went to Titanic three times in the theater because I like I'm a Titanic buff. And the thing is, Plus, too, just like Nicole, you know, there's enough there. room on the log, just pull him up. Yeah, you see, why'd you just let that's... Jack die? What are we doing? They He's supposed to be like the love of your life. Like, don't let him die. <laughs> Wow, there's room on that door. Now that's the hottest take of the mall. They've shown that. I tell you what, there's 28 of these movies, and I got to be honest, I'm not into any of them. Fast and the Furious. I won't say I hate it, but I just can't get in. That's fine for them because they're doing just fine without you. I I thought you were going to say Bond. Yeah, I'm not a big. I don't hate James Bond, though, but I'm just not a big James Bond fan. No. The new ones, they. Now it's like I'm done. I like Dude, the first the, couple. The new I know ones. the new one. The oh, new, the new, new awesome. ones. The, they're, the first new, couple. The new one. The but the uh, the 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 remake of Casino Royale is that's it. That's one my of the best one. Bonds of all yeah, time. I agree. By the way, hot take: Daniel Craig, the best Bond. Ooh, right. And by the way, anybody who sees I that, by the way, that's that. a hot take in its own way. But anybody who's seen Casino Royale knows 
that that scene where they they undress him, oh. stick him in the chair with no oh. bottom, and then take that oh. rope and then bash him from Jeez, underneath the chair. Oh. That's what it's like to be a Jets fan. <laughs> Where, and then where, where, where you you're just like, start la- where, where you, you start, start laughing, laughing you're, you're knocked laughing. over, oh you're God, knocked God, over, God. and you're in deep pain, and you're <laughs> like, oh. one more, hit harder, hit harder, hit harder. Hit harder. Hit harder. <laughs> oh my God, I can't breathe. That's like to be a jet fan. Oh my God, just fell here. Listen, we oh, they, they've cut out the mesh bottom of our chair for a long time. We're sitting there without a stitch of clothing on. So that's a good. We need a gif of that. We need a gif, gif, whatever. So all the Bond movies, you don't care for a single Bond movie. I mean, yeah, like, come on. When I was younger, I liked, you know, when Jaws was around for James Bond. Okay, like so you're a Roger ooh, Moore guy? I'm, yeah, that was... Yeah, yeah I, I like the... But let's I, put it this way. I don't, like, make it a point to seek out a James Bond. 70s story. Bond is campy, but good. Moore is campy. And I'm with Brockman. Craig well, is... But Kyle Brand is going to have to have one of these. No. And definitely... And oh, some, some folks out there must have one of them. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Yeah, the idea of super popular movie that uh, you're not down with. So if we post out right now and say these oh. are the movies we don't care for, that won't, they, they, it won't go well. No. The Christmas Story won't go well. Shawshank, Shawshank will definitely, definitely not go, go well. well. No, I know that. All right, so I'm, I'm going to word, word this. No, I'm just saying, you know, people call us if you want. Bond movies? Is that what? Is that your entry? Bond movies? I mean, like I said, I don't hate. No, neither them, do I. I don't not, hate I'm Christmas Story like either. A, but you don't care for it. If it's yeah. on, I, I won't remote drop. Let's put it that way. I won't remote drop. That's the way I am with Christmas Story. Sorry to say.